Hello and welcome once again to the American Horror Story podcast brought to you by Bald Move. We're the officially unofficial podcast for FX's American Horror Story, This Season Hotel. Tonight, or this morning rather, we're talking about episode 506 of season 5, room 33. We're also recording live on the morning of Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Add extra American horror. You've got the day off because your uh, boss is a raging, raging uh, superstition phobe. Is there a word for that? I'm sure there is. Probably. We don't know right now. Superstitious. That's the word. (laughs) Superstitious phobe. So he would make (laughs) me work today if he were a superstitious phobe. Because he's afraid to be superstitious? Yeah, exactly. Uh, The other thing is it's another double White Russian day. So... Just wanted you guys to be aware of that. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so I'm I'm your host Cecily, mm-hmm. and I'm Aaron. <laughs> we should uh, first. What are your thoughts about the episode? I so I don't know. When I first watched it, I didn't like a lot of it, and on my second watch, I find myself liking it more. And I'm seeing a lot of obvious parallels to like classic '80s and early '90s sexploitation. Yeah, like the Tales from the Crypt. Oh yes, you know where it's like a lot of schlocky and 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 scary gore, but there's also a lot of titillation and yeah. I said this last naughty. week, and this this episode can reconfirms that theory. And this is where the season starts to get off the rails. Um, things are just not adding up upon close inspection. I feel like I should make a list of things that were brought up in the first couple episodes that will never be resolved by the end. But that would just be intentional disappointment yeah. Yeah, you're, it's like trying so to... just keep that in mind there's loose ends people think that this episode tied them together most of the way they did so now i guess we're on to something new the one thing that still bugs me oh, there's two things that still bug me. yes alex's character mm-hmm. i continue to be frustrated with and i feel like that she's just there to be whatever she needs to be to do whatever ryan murphy wants to do this given week you want to unleash a vampire horde of children on the Los Angeles. Well, Alex will get that done. If you want to bring Heidi Klum and her sister back and have it pay off somehow, Alex is your girl. If you want to chase John from Heidi the hospital, Heidi Klum is German. It's you know whatever Norse Scandinavia. They're all this. They're, it's like <laughs> that's probably horribly insensitive. Seems that way. But you know they're 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 winning life. The Swedes and the Germans are like uh, they're, they're ruling Europe right now, so they can't mm-hmm. really complain. All right. It's like you know I can't I can't get mad when people call me a cracker because because you're a white man. That's so nothing, right. Nothing, nothing can hurt, hurt me. you. So I'm assuming that they've got the same thing going. Yeah. So yeah. Right. Um, but yeah. But but the thing is, you need to kind of make a uh, insensitive joke about Europeans that might not land. Alex is your girl. <laughs> Uh, we all we we all hated when Alex compared the Germans to the Swedes, and that's how I feel about her. The same way as you, I'm outraged, <laughs> oh I'm concerned, I'm I'm scandalized. Are you? Help me, save me. You're supposed to you're supposed to be leading this thing. Um. So let's just get into the episode. Okay. Uh, we are in Los Angeles in 1926, and Elizabeth arrives at Murder House. Woo! Which I like. Did it's so funny because everybody on the forum is like squee, and even if one person's like, I know this will mean nothing to Aaron, but murder out. 
awesome. I'm like, yeah, I didn't. You're proud of that? No, I'm not. I feel like <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm watching Return of the Jedi and I don't understand that Luke is Vader's son. You know? Yeah, I'm missing well, something here. Well, maybe next year you'll have caught up, but you maybe. won't have. Uh, so, just real quick, Ryan Murphy said last year he made this big promise. There were all these clues left with the with the top hat. And he was saying that this is a season that's going to tie everything together. None of that has happened. The top hat means literally nothing in this season so far. And he just threw in a shot of Elizabeth visiting the murder house. She could have gone to any abortionist. Just saying. Yeah. It doesn't really tie the seasons together just because some person who lives in the same city happened to go to the same place. No, but it's, I don't know, it's putting them all firmly in the same universe, and I, you know, we're only halfway through the season, so maybe the top hat thing will pay off. Uh, I did, uh, the other thing I forgot, there's two things bugging me, Alex and Liz and Tristan's relationship. We'll get there. But yeah, I just wanted to, I, I forgot that I... Yeah. Didn't compl- I forgot that I forgot to complain. You that forgot point. to complain, yeah. Yes. Uh, so Elizabeth claims to be three weeks pregnant, and he agrees to operate on her anyway. I think she, she the- confused the whole concept of weeks and trimesters. <laughs> the nurse takes her temperature and confirms that she is currently in the glampiric state at 75.5. Yeah, what the fuck? I it took that as being just room temperature, but now they're making a point of like, do vampires maintain a perfect 75.5? It seems that way. Ugh. When they're healthy, when they're sick, they get up to 80 and then you have to worry. <laughs> um, this... But that's the thing. Vampires are all like teenagers. You can't give them aspirin. They might get rice syndrome. So... They have a fever. Yeah. So Elizabeth, uh, let's say she's three weeks pregnant because I believe her. Sure. Is the baby super fast growing? Oh, so you're going Did that angle. Did she become... I thought that she was just essentially saying whatever would be she thinks would be decent like the decent time to get an abortion and the doctor is like uh well this is bullshit but clearly i don't care because did she become a I vampire guess he's an evil abortion doctor that's <laughs> yeah yeah he is i mean that's a, that's a <laughs> weird thing for a fairly progressive transgressive show like american horror Story. yeah to, to say that an abortionist is evil mostly because he's an abortionist he is but i mean I don't know. Like, he seems like he's up to no good more than just the fact that he's an abortionist. I, the way he's saying the word abortionist is also, uh, it bothers him. Like, this guy's all about, like, this guy literally was all about abortions, it seems like. But I don't feel like doctors that perform abortions are like, oh boy, gonna terminate some pregnancies this morning. I'm an abortionist. Yeah, I mean, the same way that, like, uh, like a, new, an a nutritionist is like, oh boy, I can't wait to talk about what shit you eat all day. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, but you become a doctor for a reason, right? Um, to perform abortions. Well, this is a time when that's not when you could go to jail for that. Oh yeah, no, it's so you have to be evil. You so have to be a criminal to perform abortions that, in 1926. Right. That was not the question I asked. The question I asked was, how is this baby? This baby. I don't know, because, like, this thing, uh, so this scene threw a lot of things I just took for granted about glampires and threw them into doubt. Number one, anesthesia works on glampires. I would assume that it would not, or they'd have to have some kind of special garlic-based or... Well, I mean, this this is a person who does a lot of coke and drinks, Mm. so I think that does work. Hmm. See, I just assumed that they were immune to all that shit. 
I mean, I've seen her do coke, and I've seen her do, uh, I've seen her do alcohol, but I haven't seen it actually affect her and how she behaves. Well, I mean, there's got to be a reason for doing it. You don't just do that stuff privately to look cool. Like, like Lady Gaga. I'm sure if you were at a party or something and someone was doing coke, you'd be want to be like, oh, well, I'm totally human, so I'm going to do this. Sure. It's different from doing piles of cocaine. She was doing a large amount. That's what I'm saying. And then she just glides down the hallway. No, she'd be like, let's go, let's go. You know, it's... it's I mean, I, it's kind of like the same... I think it's the same thing as if you are someone with ADHD and you take Adderall, then it mellows you out. If I'm a person that doesn't have ADHD and I take Adderall, then I would take that to, um, I've never actually done that. I don't know what it does. Do you know, to get the opposite effect. Okay, sure. So maybe that's the thing that's going on. The other She's thing doing is- coke to, you know, to be cool and kind of like, uh, stay on the same pace as humans. The other thing is I didn't think that, uh, vampires could get pregnant. That's what I'm, that's the question I'm trying to ask you. Yes. Was she pregnant? Was she, was she, quote-unquote, three weeks pregnant when she turned, or was she already a vampire when she had sex and got pregnant? The answers are unclear, and I don't, you know, I, I, I yeah, they, it just, we don't have enough information to speculate, I don't think. Well, so clearly, we, we know that she you got are Wait. as informative as a magic eight ball right now. We know that she got turned in the early 1900s, well before 1926. Yeah. So if she was three weeks pregnant when she got turned, then that raises a lot of stupid questions about the gestation rate of vampires. How does the baby grow from just being a sperm that meets an egg? A if it's egg. a vampire, then it can't ever age. It's immortal. I mean, I, it's, I just so vampires wear pads and cotex. I don't know. I feel like I I hope there's something more to this because I feel like that this is kind of stupid. Yeah, um, I need some explanation. Yeah, but anyway. So let's move right past this. No, 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 no. It's still so the nerd, they they abort this thing. No, I'm. That's what I'm getting at. So the doctor is huffing ether while he's doing this abortion. Because why not? They yeah, they remove the fetus, but um, one of the reasons he's so jazzed about the abortion. Yeah, the nurse notices that it's still alive before it kills her, and the doctor just looks on in horror. Um, when Elizabeth wakes up, the doctor presents her with her baby boy. Why? I guess this woman he took a, came here he to get this more, baby removed. Right, but he's several more huffs of ether is the only thing I can think of. And you see this horrifying face. That, yeah, no, it was and all you're over like, the map. yeah, let's definitely present this to this woman who wanted to terminate this pregnancy, and she'll be so psyched. <laughs> but it's so it's much weirder than that because he also, like you said, he reacted in horror, and his nurse got killed, and then. Suddenly, is this joy. None of this stuff made any sense to me, which is why it made sense in like a schlocky kind of Tales from the Crypt sense, which yeah. is how I started to enjoy it in my second watch. But the right. first watch, I'm like, what oh, the fuck? fuck? And the other thing, I was like, show us the baby's face. Yeah, show us the baby's Anytime face. Anytime you deliberately don't show us the baby's show face, I'm thinking baby's face. it's got to be something just crazy. Yeah. And I want to see it so bad. And the longer you go without showing me the baby's face, that's the worst. The more I want to see it. When you don't show it, have you seen those movies where they'll go the the duration? And you never see the things. How face. about Jaws? Like Jaws, you don't see Jaws until like the very last bit of the movie. Yeah, I think that's effective to show it at the end. But some of them decide just not to pay off the monster effect and just let your imagination well, that's run the other wild. Thing. A lot of like 80s films don't hold up because they hide the monster at the very end and when you finally see it, it's this cheesy rubber 80s exactly. monster. Exactly. Like, oh. so, yeah. If you don't have the effects to back it up, then that We'll see. Sense. We'll see how Bartholomew here holds up. Maybe. 
So John wakes up to Holden in his bed, and Holden leads John down to the swimming pool where he finds Alex sleeping with Holden in their creepy coffin before he just loses oxygen to his brain and passes out. You don't tap on the aquarium glass. It disturbs the fish. (laughs) He's one of those kids. He's just banging on, you know, at the dentist office, just banging, tormenting the fish's life. Exactly. That's the reason why these uh, animals die so early. <laughs> yes, we should definitely have a study for fish and a dentist office. To Ryan see Murphy's how much... got a lot to say this season. Uh, <laughs> a lot to say about vax, vax, anti-vaxxers, and it's probably those anti-vaxxers kids who were slamming sure. aquarium oh, yeah. glass. No one taught him any better, and you know that Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> because they have... have autism and they're blaming everyone else. Jesus, we need Sarah McLaughlin to sing a sad song about aquarium fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Okay, As they're twitching. No, the other thing I want to say is that. What the fuck? Okay, either John is having an authentic vision that leads him to this room, or Alex, even being worried that John is in this ho- hotel and he's going to find out, decided to just neglect Holden, shall we say, mm-hmm. and let him run around the hotel and go find his daddy and grab it in his bed. Like, I, none of this makes sense. I... With what I think I know about what's going on at the series... From my opinion of um, ghosts or supernatural tormentors, mm-hmm. I'm willing to suspend my disbelief when it comes to, like, Liz Taylor being in two places at once. I'm not, and even if they reveal that Liz Taylor dies mortal at the end of the season, there's something about the hotel that leads me to believe that there, you can just do supernatural things. Like okay. Holden can attract his father's attention by being a sort of dis- dispirited thing that leads him to the coffin room just by dreaming about it. Yeah. So uh, I'll buy into that, that him being back in, in his mother's arms and asleep. Because we've seen him multiple times before. He even appeared. Well, he appeared real to Scarlet, but I think he feels thing, real I'm, to I'm everyone. To I'm not. I don't think any appearance we've seen up to this point was him being like ghost mode Holden. It was just him being creepy kid running around without a governess Holden. Now he's got a governess. That's his mother, who should be watching him like a vampire hawk. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But if she's asleep, I mean, isn't that the whole theory of um, vampires? Is that they when they go to sleep, they're they're dead. Their bodies are shut okay, down. So they don't have brain activity. They shouldn't be getting that's up. That's what I'm saying. Like if, if her, him scampering out of the coffin didn't wake her, how the fuck did John banging on the glass? All right, that's when it breaks down. Exactly. I'm saying there's there's some things that either that's what, have been no, thought no, no, about. That's what I'm don't... saying is that if it wasn't Holden, it was whatever mm. supernatural right. thing. But him waking them up, I don't know. They haven't explained. They're not vampires, Aaron. So just give it a rest. <laughs> So, uh, Liz and Tristan, a s- surprise, shocking romance that I, did we miss an episode? I felt that when I remember when it came on, I'm like, did I, did we miss an episode? I'm pretty sure we're like doing a podcast every week, so that would be impossible, but I'm not, I'm fine with it and it makes a certain amount of sense. Uh, but it really did come out of nowhere, and I think this would have been so much more effective if they had spent the last few weeks showing some kind of flirtation Sneaking or glances. some kind of yeah. yeah, like you. It's I know Ryan Murphy knows how to tell a forbidden love story, yeah, 
So why don't you tell it? And you've got these bloated hour 20, hour 15, hour 30 episodes. Give I us, think you can squeeze yeah. it. Less Alex, more of Liz and Tristan coming together. Because the other thing is, like, it does make a certain amount of sense, but it also doesn't really. Because Tristan is dumb. Like, they've made it very clear to us that he is really dumb and that Liz is very, very smart. Mm -hmm. And it does make it seem that Liz is physically infatuated with this kid. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like she, they, um, Ramona said, oh, I hope it's not one of them corner boys that you, you know, implying that she usually goes after degenerate, hard luck, drug user cases. Like that's, So is it true love or is she just going it's like this type is the and first, finding this something is, Yeah, this is exciting. essentially the, the purest form of her type. Yeah. Like this is a corner boy who's got good skin and cheekbones and, yeah. and uh, doesn't have track marks. I, 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 it says a lot of interesting things about... You know, what it's like to be a 70-something transitional woman. I Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she whatever. She does have to be 70, doesn't she? I'm telling you. That's like this. There, uh, there is more to this. Like, I wonder if we're going to find out that Liz is dead and she doesn't even know it. That's the only thing there's that would actually. There's something about her. No, like there's there's something either that or the hotel itself is generating some kind of time magic in mm. you know which would make sense because you know we know The Shining was uh, a big inspiration for this but yeah like even the way there was something in Gaga's expression when Liz is later complaining about you have decades what are they to you and I've just gotten she looks at time him kind of passes normally for yeah me. quizzically like you don't but I I, f I feel like we're gonna find out something later that uh, is going to blow the lid off the whole Liz conundrum I hope so love the Depeche mode <laughs> yeah Depeche uh, mode is good you called it in excess I'm like that sounds like Depeche mode and then I called it in excess later but they're the same thing right no 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 they're no, the no. same thing no 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 they're the same uh, but I did so, like the line about orphans like you love girls like me because it's like mommy and daddy are both in a room loving you to pieces yeah <laughs> that's kind of creepy mm, but kind of sweet I don't know they say that you it's fall between in love two consenting adults so that makes it sweet they say that you fall in love with your parents, right? You look for mm. a parent, someone like your parents. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be the normal thing. Yeah. But. Uh, so uh, Liz gives Tristan some books to make him feel the smarts. And Tristan feels the smarts and the sex goodness that Liz gives him. Um, being... And uh, Liz says, and this, I think, uh, confirms the trans theory that we had last week, that Liz says, I'm a woman, I'm a hetero, I'm sorry, a girl, I'm a hetero girl, and uh, she cries knowing that she's found someone who can accept her if, if for what she is and makes her feel good about it, which makes her sad. Mm -hmm. And she says that this can't end well and it shouldn't. So. Because the Countess... And it doesn't. Nope. The big loser in this episode is the Countess. Because yeah. I kind of liked her up until yeah. now. And now it's like, I, I can't... Because even the Ramona... I don't know. It's even like... the Ramona made it seem like that Ramona was the one in the wrong. I don't know. It seems like... But... She has been honest about it the whole time. Uh, I feel like I don't know, and I feel like the you know forcing Tristan into a gay relationship he didn't want. Is okay, like that right was by proxy. That was wrong, but the she's Countess never does... been dishonest about what she wanted. 
she wanted his exclusive devotion, but I think that there was an imp- implication that I also like this is a real thing. Like I'm going to give you the love that you want and need. Mm-hmm. So I do believe she le- lies to these people. I think like Tristan nails her later on that you know she she gives these like she is a drug that she gives to people with the sole express purpose of later depriving them and you know not not feeding in the vampiric sense although that would that might be too but also feeding off of it and like that's what gets her off mm-hmm. seeing what devastation she can rot and wreak in someone else's life and just discard them casually yeah mm-hmm. which you know she's i feel like we're eventually we're going to get to the source of her pain later on and we've known that tristan knew that when he this, got into that relationship did he? as she was dumping donovan so he was dumb. present for most of that that's true i mean but but also donovan here's the thing tristan seems uh, special in the way that he he knew about it he engaged in it and he left it with liz and you know shot straight with her and told her that this i figured it out and I'm not going to be a victim to that. Do you know what it is? I I get the impression that people outgrow Gaga. That like Donovan, you know, she's fun and she's got she does all these things and she's glamorous and she goes to the art shows, but that shit gets old. Like after 30 years you're and I feel like that they told that it's story like also the with the honeymoon phase is over. That the, the, they also told that story with Ramona, like mm-hmm. you know, with them in the elevator scene, and they're like very in love. But as the decades go by, they get distant. Yeah, because but the honeymoon Gaga, phase lasts like thirty years. Well, the thing is, Gaga never changes. These people do change. Like you know, they get a couple decades of experience and wisdom and yeah. book learning. And like Donovan was, if anything, he was just bored with Gaga. He's like, oh, you're gonna go to an art show. You don't have any money. And like you know, like why why are we even doing these things? Like it's the pointlessness of it. And then she gets bored with them and mo- moves on to someone else whose sh- her shtick is fresh and new and exciting. Yeah. And like Tristan got tired of her in record time. Like so, I almost wonder if like yes, they love her because there's quite literally like some kind of drug thing going on with them. But Gaga's kind of boring. Yeah. And vapid and shallow, and they know that, and she dumps them when the jig is up. Yeah. Um. So, Alex, no, oh, I'm sorry, I missed a, I missed a scene. So we cut to record number of sex scenes. I don't think I've ever seen more sex Seriously. scenes in this episode of anything. And just the most nudity that you can possibly fit on the screen before yes. you get a, an extra rating or an extra letter in your yeah. Like literally, the only thing I didn't see is the tip of nip and the depth of the cleft. I everything <laughs> else was on display. Yeah. Also. Oh, of course, you don't get the the schlong of the dong. Yeah, that's 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 X rated unless you're the leftovers. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, so Will Drake and Elizabeth are uh, getting it on, and she starts to go down on him, and he gets soft and says that that just happens with women. The last time we made out with clothes on, I got rock hard, but it just happens. So uh, hey man, uh, erection is a treacherous thing. Here one day, gone the other. Yep. So she sends him a lewd text, or sends Tristan a text, that is. And before he goes back, Liz says, don't talk about us just yet. Let's give it some time. Uh, So Tristan comes up, and he's mock offended that she's there with Will having sex with him, or trying to. Um, And she says, well, I just need your help. Just fluff him up a bit for me. Mm-hmm. And Tristan says, "I'm not gay. I'm not into this." Mm-hmm. Thoughts about this? I think he's in love. I mean, I I don't believe it, and I don't think they did a good job showing it. But I'm going to accept it on face value that he's in love with Liz. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which maybe he is, you know, uh, he's gay for his own convenience or to manipulate others or he's dabbled in that. But I think that more than anything, he is felt feeling love. And when you're in love with someone, you don't want to fuck other people. Well, I should say my experience as a serial monogamist is that way. Like, I'm sure I don't want to get, you know, any of the swingers up in arms. But, uh, yeah, no, I feel like that that's the stereotypical when you fall in love, you don't want to have sex with other people. Yeah. You think about that person, you just can't get them off of your minds. Yeah, that's, I think that goes. I mean, you don't have control. Yeah, you like it to some extent, you don't have control over it. It's a biological process. Mm -hmm. These chemicals are flooding your brain, and it says, I want to bone this person, not the other. So, yeah. So, Alex comes to Liz to ask her for help, says that John found us. Um, She drugged him with Verdan? Verdan? to keep to knock him out for a few hours liz says well having recently found my own true love i can sympathize with you and your creepy son holden i also love the fact so, that alex's first reaction to liz was total bitch face what she calls her out yes. like hey i i offered to play cards i and, want and to play baccarat with I, or liz. whatever it was yes I, I i i want to play those things parcheesi and drink Shiraz or what, what? I can't even remember what the combination was. I just told was. you to drink Baccarat and drink Rosé. Was it Baccarat? I didn't yeah. think it was Baccarat. Yeah, Okay, is. Baccarat and Rosé. Yeah. That's very fucking classy and with Liz quoting Bronte the whole time. Like, oh, or Voltaire. On. Yes, come on. Come on. Why? Who doesn't? Why like, would how, you not? How do you look at that and stick your nose because you want to get back to your fucking idiot son? Yeah. Oh, what, what intellectually stimulating things does Holden have to say today? Do you have any more patients that you want to fuck up, Miss Pediatrician? <laughs> Fucking Alex. But um, Liz is also, she's not, she doesn't hold a grudge. Yeah, Liz is, uh, she's not only uh, classy as fuck, she's also very generous Very magnanimous, yes. So she has a plan. She asked her to grab a broom and a dustpan for this ingenious plan. Um, so Alex wakes up John. He says he remembers everything, but she attempts to make him think he is insane and compares him to the kind of insanity that Scarlett was espousing. Um, and he pretty much almost is at this point. They decide to go, or he says, I'll prove it to you. They go down to the swimming pool to look, and all the coffins are gone. Why did they smash the coffins? And then they, they cut to Liz and Alex smashing the coffins, because why not? Why would you smash the coffins? It's that is a plan with holes in it. That's like having a blood splatter on a wall and deciding to paint over it instead of just taking something outside and killing it. That's a bad. <laughs> yeah. That's a bad. Yeah, I know. But analogy, I know but I'm just saying. Instead of like, having five John discrete heavy things that you have to move across, <laughs> you now are smashing things into millions of bits that you might lose into cracks and crannies. Speaking. From experience of someone who had to go to the hospital to have glass removed from my bare feet. Oh, you got personal experience. It's right. it's the most horrifying thing. It's the worst thing to go to the hospital for. John is barefoot walking around the bottom of this pool. Yeah. It's got to be covered in shards of glass. They're smashing glass. Like, that'll leave more of a trail than it would to just ask um one of your ghost friends to That's help you saying. carry them out yeah i don't know it's like you've bizarre got, you've got help in this hotel I, yeah that, that can actually do real things in the real world like that's the thing like these ghosts have material effects on the world so. how many stories is this hotel i don't know i've seen like five rooms occupied and and 
at all times, any person who enters dies. It's yeah. I mean, if you look at the buttons on the elevator, it looks like it's at least thirty floors. Yes, there's so many. It's yeah. So Elizabeth goes to room thirty three, mm-hmm. like a like a fairy princess. Now, I will say that. When I heard that this episode's name was Room 33, my first thought that this was going to be a Walt Disney gag. Because Walt Disney has a Club 33 at Walt Disney World, which is this exclusive. It's got a hidden entrance on Main Street. And, like, only, like, the pot, like, you have to have, uh, it's an exclusive club with this waiting list. And it costs a lot of money. And, but it's like Like this, a real nightclub? Yeah. It's, it's this big. Or, like, a kid-friendly, like, No, 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 no. It's, like, candy. this really posh. And I guess back in the day, it used to have, like, animatronic animals that would entertain people. And it had, was wired for microphones and video. But now it's just, like, a really, really upscale, like, five-star restaurant that you can go to. And you have to pay dues to it and all this stuff. But it, it has no marking on the outside. And it's, like, ah, I wonder if Room 33 is going to be, they're going to do some kind of gag on this Walt Disney but How would that thing. have worked? I don't know, like it's JPM's private murder club, and that's what, where all the serial killers. I don't know, but I just that's when I when I hear thirty three, I think of two things: Larry Bird, <laughs> Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Walt <laughs> Disney. Three things. Three things. Three I think things. Of. Okay. Yes. Four things. The RPM rate on an old record player. All right. Keep going before I free associate more. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we are introduced to Bartholomew, the Demon Baby. Um, she came to say goodbye before she goes to Paris to presumably get married and show us that baby's face. Show us that baby's face. <laughs> show us the face. Uh, Ramona and Donovan show up and they're eyeballing Iris at the front desk. They pop in like badasses too. Like he's like in full like Miami he looks Vice good mode. in that suit. And, and Ramona is like, yeah. She's... She looks good in anything. Exactly. She just looks good. Um... So they get into the elevator, and Donovan goes for the penthouse buttons, but Ramona yeah, says... Yeah, it's like, let's short sheet her bed and <laughs> sniff her panties. That's the thing, is like, Ramona's like, you just want to sniff her panties, boy. And then he goes up and literally does just that. He can't help himself. That. He can't help himself. Oh, that's fair. Um, so <laughs> she, she she says, you know what, I, I just ain't nobody got time for that, and she sends him upstairs and goes by herself. She's got her eyes on a prize. I'm here to kill children. I'm here to murder children and chew bubblegum, yeah. and I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> so she gets to the pool and discovers that all the coffins are gone iris joins her shortly afterwards with knife and giant cleaver <laughs> like she was no, ready no, no. gun and cleaver oh it was a gun i thought it was a like a stabbing <laughs> knife and a cleaver it was a gun oh man she was both you know she's double fisting the murder weapon she was serious i, I feel like but Iris's also, stock she was rose like, just shot up this episode. Yeah, but she was comically over-equipped. So, you know, if I were going to move some coffins and pretend like I wasn't implicit in that, then I would come up both both hands with a weapon like I'm ready. But I believe Iris actually was wanting yeah, to murder I, some kids. Because she's take care of these brats this whole time. And, mm-hmm. You know. So... Iris confesses that she hates Elizabeth. You also got to think that Iris hates Elizabeth because she rejected her boy, too. Is that it? I mean, there's a lot of reasons why she would hate her, but that's got to be pretty foremost on the mind. The fact that, like, you talked me into making this deal with the devil to get my son back, and then you used me like a slave, you used him like a boy toy, and you threw him away for a slightly prettier boy toy. Which is even debatable. 
Yeah. I don't know who I would if I was going to choose a man to go to to, to go to sex with. I don't know if it'd be Donovan or Tristan. Donovan. Really? He's not as dumb. Tristan, I just find everything about him to be a. I feel like Tristan's got the better his body though. Dumb ass hairstyle. Like if you want a ma- if, if, if you face. want if you want a masculine if you want a masculine body, uh, Tristan's got the better body. Uh, he kind of like walks slumped over like a gay man. He does have bad posture. He does not have bad fan. posture. Not a fan of anything he's got. He's volatile. That's annoying. He's stupid too. He's creative. But Donovan types. doesn't seem that smart. He only seems smart because he seems significantly smarter than Tristan. Hmm. Well, he's it's... been alive a lot longer too. Yeah. And also, Tristan's been a male model, coked up male model. That, you know, I've, I've seen Zoolander. I know that doesn't do good we're things We're arguing here. over the exact same type of person. <laughs> they were cast to be the same type. So, uh-huh. okay. I'm going with Will Drake. All right. Um, so, so, Ramona says, give me the key to room 33. Um, Donovan. She speaks everything in rhyme. She's that cool. She's that cool. She she can get away with it. <laughs> Donovan is up in the penthouse, uh, literally sniffing her panties. And the Swedish girls appear and say, "Can do you know how to get to the Fast and the Furious?" Yep. And he exposes for us that um, they will be trapped there forever until they find their purpose. And then after you find your purpose, you're also trapped here forever just with a purpose. Right? At least, but but it's a hobby. You know, It's not a purpose so much as it's a hobby. Yeah. So as an example, here is the story of Kara, um, another ghost that has found a purpose. And just oh, that's only... Carol. It's no, Kara? Kara. Okay. Just lives in one room. She's a school teacher who decided to kill herself because no one loved her. Because she was too because fat? Because she was fat? I guess. Well, get the fuck out of here. It was fat. Maybe she's one of those things that she's like... She's a she's a big girl, but she wouldn't countenance dating a big guy. What? Like like, I I think there's the case of people that like are most people. I think when they enter the dating pool, they naturally select people within like a level of two of hotness of themselves. But every once in a while, there's someone is born with a curse that like they want to. Uh, be whatever society has accepted attractiveness level, and they want to like go five, ten levels above that. Oh, I see. And they won't. Their standards are such high that if they flipped it over and they applied it to themselves, they would never date themselves. Oh, I see. That's the only way that makes sense because otherwise, it just seems. I mean, like there's no one that's too fat and ugly to find love. You know, being a ten myself and <laughs> dating a ten, uh-huh. I just I, I don't know how to relate. Yes, to that. it's hard. It's it is. It's very hard to relate to people like that. But you know, we're so perfect. So uh, Mrs. Evers is complicit in uh, making sure that Kara stays in her bathtub for months and months. I got to say, because I was full on when she's in those dark waters. I was like, show us your face. Show us the face. Uh, I was disappointed in the face. That's I, not I, a month of decomposition. No. A month uh, of no. decomposition in water. She, no. she would just be like bones, right? Well, that I don't know. But I was, kind of I was looking for something really fucked up and disgusting. And I got was her with a little bit of pancake makeup on. You know what? In the later scene where she kills the, or here in a second where she kills the other person... You can see more like open wounds on her arms it's and stuff. Still, so it's that was and part a of it. Better. Also, is the black and white because this was all the black and yeah. this is all done in black and white, wasn't it? Or was it, it? it was like lightly grayscaled. Uh, you, there was still some color. Now I'm not even sure if it was, but I, I just I don't. Yeah, it was they, underwhelming. They, well, they did both. Really, That's, they did color and they did black and white. Because so the, was, the the 
this I think her in the bathtub is black and white, but her menacing the gentleman who was trying to get water that didn't taste like fat chicks steeped for three months uh, was in color. Drinking any water on the fifth floor, yeah, summons the Kara. Yeah, you get you get Kara tea. Yeah, she makes you recite the ABCs, and if you fuck it up, she kills you. <laughs> uh, he. Donovan no, you, says you, her curses. You eternally have to. You're, you're called on to demonstrate a math problem on the blackboard while you have a raging boner. <laughs> that's in that's kindergarten? her kindergarten. Oh well, I guess you don't get that problem in kindergarten. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the only truly extra horrific, horrifying. That's the only truly scary thing I went through in high bloomers. school. <laughs> could yeah. you present something before the class? Ah, could you call me in five minutes? <laughs> I need to think about baseball. <laughs> Baseball gets me rock hard. So Ramona and <laughs> all the bats and balls. Ramona mitts. <laughs> baseball butts though. So Ramona enters room thirty three and she leaves the door open because why not? And she attempts to find Bartholomew hiding in the room. Uh, he plays a game with her by throwing a ball at her before her face before attacking and scratching her face. I want to see that face. Why doesn't he show his face? Um. So Liz comes upstairs to bring Bartholomew some food, and the door's open. Ramona's in there, but Bartholomew is gone. Oh, you think Liz was up there to bring Bartholomew food? Yeah, she came to the door holding a tray. See, I thought she was walking past, and she noticed the tray, the door was, was cracked open. It doesn't really matter. But my, that goes to the question is, how many people knew about the Countess's Room 33? It seems like the, the public didn't. knowledge. Yeah, but I don't. I feel like Donovan didn't. I feel like Tristan didn't. Like Ramona did. Like I wonder at what level of trust she has to have in you to reveal her innermost, deepest, darkest secret. Which that's I'm taking. That's what Bartholomew was. I didn't think it was a deep, dark secret so much as it was her pride and joy. Well, I think it's the same thing. Like she wants to protect her. But also the kids sitting there in the dark room. I mean, that's fucked up. It's really it, it, this is it's very bad tales enough. The, the baby's got a fucked up face that it won't show us. But it's also you, you have some aged toys and it's just dark and yeah, that's yeah. It's it's very tales from the crypt. It's a very situation that like it doesn't hold up to much scrutiny and thought, but mm-hmm. it's very horrific and chilling when you just are presented with it. Yeah, the dark room with the oldie time, ba- ba- you know, bassinet and yeah curtains and bah, polio vaccines so <laughs> liz brings alex to room 33 and says you have to find this thing or there will be hell to pay and just you know dumps that baggage on her and ramona and liz uh meet up in the bar and they have a the uh they reunite it's sweet i love this scene Oh, I mean, like, Liz and Ramona are pals. Of course they are. Of course. of course they are. Why? They need their own spinoff. Just saying. If they don't die together by the end of the season. Or... No, I agree. Um, so... But like Liz, like even though it clearly pains her, she's like, you got to leave because I can't yeah. have upsets because I'm about to ask the Countess a big ask. Yeah. She reveals that she's in love and she says that it's with this boy named Tristan and Ramona says, that's a record scratch. <laughs> Wait a minute. Isn't that uh, the Countess's bow? And she says, yeah. And then Ramona gives her some solid advice and says, if this is what you want, you have to run. And Liz says, I am putting my faith in Elizabeth as a reasonable person to understand and give me her boy toy. Mm. 
Because Tristan is the kind of person who will just allow himself to become a possession to be passed around. I guess. Because why not? He's a model, right? He's a pack of cigarettes in the county jail. <laughs> is that how that works? Yeah, just, just passed around, trade his currency. Hmm. Uh, so Alex comes to room 34 and finds that the Swedish girls have killed a man. And in flashbacks, we find that they preyed on some idiot with a heart on in the hallway. This is just another excuse to have a sex scene. I think I think <laughs> exactly. Murphy had a bet. Like, how many times can I show ass and boobs this episode? And these, yeah, these girls signed a contract that said we have to have sex with at least two people before <laughs> the season's over. They killed yeah. him in the first episode and realized they had an oh, obligation man. to fulfill. That, had to really shoehorn that in. Yeah, it, it was difficult to do, I'm sure. So uh, the girls, or one of the girls, I'm not going to get their name straight. I'm not even going to bother trying. I don't trying. give a shit. Heidi Klum and her sister. <laughs> Again, racist. <laughs> I heard Heidi Klum's grandfather's Swedish. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have her. You don't have her. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? No, her, her, I, I, at least she's she's got a she's got a Swede up in that family tree. Tell me she doesn't. So do you? So do I? Yeah. That well, doesn't make me German. And in I any wouldn't. Way. I wouldn't take. I am. I am like third generation German immigrant, and I would not take offense if someone called me a Swede, or vice versa. Because but I'm white. So, I don't what, care. What if someone from another country came over and they're like, "Look at you, Canadian." I are you kidding? Canadians, the best thing to be. Everyone loves Canadians. Canadians and Australians. They're like, they have Canadians, all the... Canadians, Australians, they, they have all English the strengths people, of, American people. They're hey, all the same. They're Canadians and Australians have all the strengths of Americans and none of the, the, the cultural baggage of us being imperial hegemonic oppressors. Like, that's <laughs> got to be the best thing to be, a Canadian or an Australian. <laughs> Unless you're buying video games and then no. you're just fucked as an Australian. If you're an Australian Australian that's not living in Australia with like the fucking spiders and drop bears, then oh, sure. Oh, and I'll, I'm I'm also talking about the European descendants in Australia. I'm not talking about the Aborigines because they probably have it pretty shitty over there too. So like I've read some horrific things about Aboriginal policies on 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 the or island. Or how about the, the, the whole point of Australia when it first started? The penal colony. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's no, just, just people get sensitive when you when you bring that up. We've got a See lot they? of a lot of Australian fans. Don't, don't like sorry. don't like the penal colony thing. Sorry, mate. So God, I'm terrible. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> mate. What is that? It's like you put coxine Australian into a blender and hit obliterate. Let's move on. <laughs> can we piss off? Who, what other continent can we piss off? You haven't touched the Asians. Let's yet. talk shit about Asians. We're about to, Mister Wu. Mister Wu. He's all a, right, he's all a right, womanizer, no, no. just like all the Asians. So they were attracted to Mr. Wu in the hallway because they were trying to go see the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift ride. There, I did it. Okay. So <laughs> Alex says, I'm a friend. Maybe not fuck them and kill them, but fuck them up and leave them alone. Can you just just do me a favor and just deal with my husband? So um, that works somehow. John... Yeah, break their minds. Yeah. I know this guy whose mind you can break. This is stupid. This is so stupid. It's contrived. That's correct. John magically appears at the next TCK murder site, mm -hmm. which is really horrifying. Yeah, it's a, it's a preacher with his guts pulled out on the... 
No, no, no. Alter. I think the implication is is that he ate so many silver pieces he exploded. Oh. Uh, yeah. See, I wasn't sure if it was gluttony or like John seems to No, be. I keep getting the the commandments and the seven deadly sins mixed up as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, God, there's no commandment against gluttony. This is a deadly sin. Yeah. So it's a good thing there's not a law against it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's. Um, I don't know. I, that's the thing. Like, I felt like John was just spouting off Bible stuff until something sticks. It's like, oh, he's he's perverting God's thing and he's too greedy and he's misusing stuff and the, the Jesus threw him out of the temple and God's name in vain. Which commandment is this guy breaking? I would like to know. Yeah, exactly. Is that what it was? Uh, that's what he ended up on. But I mean, I'm ser- I was be- he seriously was just playing like God's Old Testament free you bingo, sense. you know? Oh yeah. And I feel like that was they were trying to show him that he's essentially kind of crazy about all this stuff. Yeah. Also, so th- is this evidence for or against him being the Ten Commandments killer? Okay, so two things. One, because he was asleep. He's always sleeping, I've noticed. I yeah. just made that connection in my head. He's always fucking asleep. Uh, two, he says, I've got a police scanner in my room. True or false? Go. I've never seen it. No, we haven't seen it. Do you think it's there? Do you think he already knows about the murder because he was there? I don't know. It there? seemed like something that he said to make the investigator not suspect him. I don't know. I don't think anyone suspects him, so you don't have to continue to add to that, but... No, but the um, guy asked him, what the hell are you doing here? He has to have an answer that's not, because I'm the Ten Commandments killer. You know, He has to have something that makes logical sense. Because I'm following you and your family. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that happened. So next scene, John is drinking alone in the hallway. This run-in with the TCK or being kicked out of that run-in is uh, caused another spiral of depression. Drinking alone and trying to call Scarlet on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. So just note that for later. Uh. He is trying to call her. She's not answering. Liz tries to offer help to John. Oh, we missed something in this big thing is that John, the detective said that we have someone in custody. Oh. Who is the person in custody? We have Cecily. no idea. Pretty Aaron. interesting, though. Pretty interesting. S- super interesting. So Liz tries to offer help to John because she's feeling very... Uh, magnanimous this evening she tries to be forceful at one point so in my mind i think she knows what's coming to him like if she doesn't get him with this bottle out of his hand back in his room before these girls show up then he's gonna be preyed upon at night Hmm. or not the girls but he liz knows what happens at night so she's she likes john for some reason yeah, you know, she's he's still one of those ones that hasn't been quite caught into the hotel's orbit. Yeah. I mean, like, she feels like, uh, I don't know, I, that, that, yeah, I don't really understand. Maybe maybe he's like the corner boy type. Yeah. You know? No. Well, but well. you know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of like that kind of pathetic, mm-hmm. addicted, driven, kind of crazy, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. And he says, this is my breakdown and I'm going to have it. Which was awesome. And he has it. And by smashing a I ball. I love when Liz put her hands up like she was about to blow him down the corridor with a force push. Kamehameha. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> don't, don't fuck with me. I'm a Jedi. Yeah. So he smashes the bottle against the wall, which uh, summons the Swedish girls. And 
once again, John proves that he's just down to fuck whoever's available and willing. Um, so they, they're having their threesome. And also, can I just mention that the girl in the back doesn't actually serve a purpose in a threesome. She's just there naked. Oh, no, she was the one spouting the blood. She's the one with the slit throat that was... No, they were all. Like, I, I the feel girl like all the blood came from the slit throat girl. The girl in the front was like bleeding. It was like crying blood. Oh, okay. There was blood coming out of all of the holes, I noticed. And it's just the blood was just... Well, you know. It was dripping down Menstruation on doesn't point. wait on anyone. Well, that's a bad joke, but... <laughs> Just blood came from nowhere. That wasn't a joke. That was real. The room, I... What? Nothing. Keep going. (laughs) The room, I suppose, is just... Your eyes flashed. It was scary. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) Say it to my face, brah. So, John opens his eyes and finds that he's... And everything is covered in blood. He runs down to the front desk naked to find Liz. (laughs) See, your breakdown's going well. (laughs) Best line of the episode. Uh-huh. See, it looks like that breakdown is going well. Um, and they come back up together because Liz is always down to help. Um, Miss Evers is cleaning up already. The girls are already clean, dressed, and leaving, thanking him for a good time and finding their purpose. purpose. Yeah. Uh, he kicks out Miss Evers. Once the doors close, uh, JPM shows up. Mm-hmm. And John tries to attack him. JPM disappears and he just starts banging his head against the wall because he's losing his fucking mind, but he's yep. not sure of that. Yep. So he goes to pack up and leave, realizes he's covered in blood and jumps in the shower. I guess that this is what um, uh, a broken mind looks like. Yeah. Um. So Bartholomew, we see from Bartholomew p- point of view that he sneaks into the room. Show me your face. And then jumps into John's I want to see your fucking face. God damn it, face. Bart. Show us your face. <laughs> so John leaves. And next scene, he arrives back home with Scarlet in tow. Um, This is where things really start to bother me. Mm-hmm. Alex left Scarlet at her friend's house for two days. Scarlet says, do you know what it's like? Why didn't she ever call her father? I don't know. He would have come like the... immediately. I don't know. Unless He's he was been asleep her. or killing a priest or fucking Heidi Klum and her sister. He's been calling her constantly. I That's just... true. We did see her fa- FaceTime her. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand why she's so mad at him when he was trying to reach out to her. I don't know. But on the other hand, she's about done. She's about sick of her parents' shit, too. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, John is back in his room. He starts to unpack his clothes and he pulls out the bloody shirt. It happens to be in his hand when he hears Scarlet crying and goes to her with the shirt. And he tries to calm her down when she notices that he's carrying around a bloody shirt. And he has, he just loses his shit. He yeah. has no way to be like, oh, I cut myself shaved. There's no... Yeah. And no easy lies that came to his mind. It's just like, oh, 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 yeah. well, it's not something you should be scared of. Ah! <laughs> and he runs screaming from the room. Yeah. Discharging his service weapon. So I can only assume that John goes back to his room, finds the clothes that have been thrown out of the suitcase, and knows that he brought back something with him, gets his gun, puts it in his back pocket, stays up there for a while? I think so. Because he comes down, Scarlet's already... It felt already... like it all flowed, pretty, honestly. Yeah. Scarlet is comfy cozy watching some cartoons and, mm-hmm. you know, self. 
What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> Medicating? I mean, what, where are we going? How dark are we comforting. going? She's comforting okay. herself. There you go. With cartoons and popcorn. He. <laughs> this is so funny. I just think this scene is so funny. Uh-huh. Scarlett is just sitting there all by herself. John goes into the kitchen, comes face to face with Bar- Bartholomew, and just <laughs> unloads into the kitchen floor. <laughs> and Scarlett just loses her mind. You know what I'm hoping we get? I'm hoping we get a prepubescent Buffy the Vampire Slayer plot. Really? I want to see Scarlet regulate on all of these other preteens. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like, she goes to her, her school and she's got stakes and crossbows and ninja stars and shit. Like, that, that would, I would love to see Scarlet as a Slayer. You know what? I've been thinking about this all morning on what the next season of American Horror Story could be. I think it should be underwater. Well, did you hear? I mean, we, we, we got some stuff on the forums that says that uh, lots of hints it's going to be some kind of dreamscape, like Nightmare on Elm Street type situation. Oh, great, because we haven't seen enough of that. Inception. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, think a, I think a Nightmare on Elm Street vibe would be a cool direction for this to take. Yeah. We're doing Tales from the Crypt this season. Sure, yeah. So... Uh, John looks at the floor where the bullet holes are and sees that he did hit something yeah, because there's, there's some, a blood trail. There's some, I don't even That's know if it's blood. It's evidence. Ectoplasm. Whatever it is, evidence. It's Bartholomew juice is what yeah. it is. Bartholomew juice. <laughs> so uh, we go back to the hotel. Countess and, or Elizabeth, the Countess and Will Drake are arriving back from Paris. And they kiss goodbye and uh, Liz says, we need to have a talk. And Elizabeth says, oh, do you want the surgery? As soon as I've got some money, I'll be happy to pay for it. And uh, Liz says, not that, not ever that, I don't mm-hmm. think. But um, Keep him up plumbing. Says, yeah. She says that um, I've fallen in love with Tristan, and it's been going on for a couple of weeks. Liz says, I am, have been yours forever and will continue to be if you just give me this one stupid I wonder if it's caveman the, I, I wonder if, if she took a different with tack. With bad hair. Do you think she took a different tack with, with Elizabeth jokes. that this would have worked? Like, instead of, like, I'll be yours no, forever if. If she'd have been like, I know I don't deserve this and you don't have to give it to me, but. If she had played the long con, maybe. Or uh, if each relationship lasts approximately 30, 20 to 30 years, then if she had cut that time in half. By saying, well, that person's feet smell bad or look at the way they sleep or, He's you know, an idiot. He's dumb. planted dumb brain well. bugs to make her like him less sooner. Mm-hmm. That would have been the way to go. But I don't think but, just coming forward, being honest. Well, was- this is already at least 70. I don't I, I, I feel like to her point about like, you know, you just swim on these oceans of time and I, you've got not a care in the world. But, you know, time marches on for me, although it didn't doesn't seem to. I don't know. There's something. We're going to find out something about this that's going to make this make more sense. Yeah. I hope so. Otherwise, I've got some headcanon that I'll drop on you at the end of the season so that everyone's happy. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, Elizabeth says, let's talk to the boy together. Mm -hmm. Also... I should have pointed this out earlier, but I think that Lady Gaga's actual Italian heritage works really well for the season hmm. that she in the 1900s. That's a lot of that's a time when there were a lot of 
immigrants coming over mm-hmm. from like Italy and Scotland and Ireland. Mm-hmm. The Italians from Scotland, famous for coming over. Yeah, because that's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Don't twist my words, you son of a bitch. Um, so Alex comes back home. They decide to ship Scarlet off on the uh, police. Do you want to try talking to your, your Scarlet again? Who? By the what? way, you guys, everyone, <laughs> every police officer in Los Angeles also doubles as an Uber driver. So anytime the, yeah. you need a ride anywhere. Or a nanny. Just or a nanny. Them. You need them watch Flag your kids. Them down. They'll do a shitty job of it. Run you... out in the street and yell fire. That's how you <laughs> hail an LAPD Uber officer. Um, <laughs> so... John is just guilt-ridden about making Scarlet feel afraid. And Alex tries to condescend to him and he says, "Oh, you're going to you're going to play that route. You're going to pretend like you're not going back to the hotel." Mm-hmm. And slams the door in her face. And then Alex finds Bartholomew in the bushes. Show us his face. Show us that goddamn God face. damn it. I've waited all episode. I want to see this baby's face. Yeah. So Tristan, uh we go back to Liz's room. I take it. Tristan comes in. Elizabeth makes Liz and Tristan a drink and says, when you live as long as I do, um, you feel things differently. You taste emotion like all of Baskin Robbins 52 flavors. Rosewater ice cream is the worst. I like the betrayal. The betrayal's crunchy with some caramel. Uh, yeah. I don't mind the taste of like burnt meat. I was actually pissed that she didn't go with jealousy because she's wearing that. She's wearing green. It's there. Yeah, like it, that, that was a thematic failure on Murphy's part. Or would it have been ham-fisted if she had No, to? no. Uh-uh. This, this show can't be too ham-fisted. This show <laughs> wears double-wielding bacon gauntlets at all times. It's ham-fisted to the max. So, yeah. yes, you fucking absolutely have her talk about how jealousy or envy tastes why she's wearing a lime green not lime turban. green it's Get super green it's emerald green there yeah. is that right emerald yeah. okay lime would be a lighter green okay uh, anyway god um so tristan throws in liz is that hoodie you're wearing blue or green it's turquoise jesus christ you're okay. the worst it's gonna say because you said it was- <laughs> green i was gonna say wrong and if you said it blue is gonna be wrong what color is my hair huh what color is my hair brownish blue <laughs> <laughs> so uh tristan throws in elizabeth's face that she's addicted to breaking hearts and he effectively breaks her own um liz says please please just just let me have him just um i'll wipe him down with lysol and give him back later and uh elizabeth says all right Sure, you can have him. And she starts to cry and kisses uh, Liz and then kills Tristan. Said, he is yours. Are you surprised that Bury slit, him. slitting the glampire's throat kills them? I thought that, I mean, I figured that it would weaken you, sure, because you're losing all this blood. And I'm assuming blood's roughly equivalent to power. It seems like the the less blood they have and the longer, the hungrier they are, the more weak and shrivelly they are. But... Why can't they recover from a throat slitting? Um, they, I mean, they cut themselves open enough to feed on each other. I mean, those are not fatal wounds, but I just like I guess that the, so a vampire can be if harmed. you can like apply pressure and hold the wound together for at least like ten, fifteen minutes, uh-huh. wouldn't it heal itself? I don't know. Like Ramona, it seemed like it took longer than I expected the, to recover from a very minor scratch. Which I also, 
let's go back and talk about this. Well, so that Ramona demon. got scared off by a little face scratch from this baby. A tiny little face scratch. Is she was best. there to murder Slaughter this sister thing and like let Bartholomew out. I mean, maybe Bartholomew's more badass than, than we know. But I this is the Bride of Blackenstein. <laughs> yeah. But no, I I don't know. I I felt like, but but on the other hand, this whole scene felt very tales from the crypt, from the music, from the staging, from just everything. I, I so I kind of I kind of like it, I guess. All right. Well, we go to Elizabeth in room thirty three again. She finds Alex is there, and didn't have any clue that Bartholomew had escaped, and. He's lost a lot of blood from a wound. Uh, I mean, clearly he was shot with a bullet, but he's vampiric, or I'm sorry, glampiric. Mm-hmm. So little baby Bartholomew heals. Did I, I she guess feed she it some, some blood? blood? Maybe. Um, and she says, "You saved my son." And she goes, "No, you saved mine by stealing him from me and making him an eternal vampire." Yeah, so stupid, that um, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so Alex leaves him alone, and in. The light of the moon, we finally see that baby face. It was worth it. That was a pretty good face. Pretty good face. It was a it's, fucked it's up fucked baby up face. face. Like there is like the worst kind of cleft skull and like it, this is like, just an abomin- dark set in black eyes. Yeah, with uh, and they're just yeah, it's it's unsettling. Unsettling. Yeah. I don't know how this menaces a full-grown woman, let alone a glampire, mm-hmm. as badass as, as uh, Ramona. Right. But I'm kind of interested to see where things go from here. So am I. I don't I know. Mean... Like, do you think that this is the son of JPM and Gaga? Yes. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I mean, is it a spoiler to talk about preview from next week? Nah, it's... not when Murphy's talking. He's like, he's probably got an interview out where he tells the next okay. three episodes. This spo- yeah. The spoiler from next week doesn't really reveal anything, but from my own headcanon, I think that she's the she's the wife of JPM. We already knew that though. They showed they showed something that strongly implied that JPM was involved with a person that looked exactly like Gaga. Yeah, exactly. So, well, so I mean, we they think it's going to be a surprise, but, I guess. But. Yeah, that's my my theory is that that this is the child of them. So. A ghost JPM has Which, sex with a vampire Elizabeth, and they make a baby that can grow to be about three trimesters big before it stops and stays fucked up. Well, that's the other thing is like, so Gaga came there for an abortion, but she was all too happy and instantly accepted it as her son. Like, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense here, and I'm not sure if we will actually get answers to them. Or these will remain mysteries, but yeah, I again this works in a a, a tales from the Clip, crypt kind of way, but I don't know. I, I I wish there was a little bit more of this thing flowing naturally, and because speaking of like this, if you were going to predict, there's no way to predict a Tristan and Liz, and Liz, I want to always say Liz Fair. I'm me too. Yeah, a Liz Taylor. Yeah. There's no way to predict that unless you were just really just spitballing, like oh, I think it would be hot to see. Russell Edgington and the Dandy yeah. bumping uglies, like there was no narrative 
way to predict that. The only way to predict it to is me. to throw or is to have a Ryan Murphy style of just having dice where you have character names and you yeah. just shake it like Who's a Yahtzee cup episode? and you're like, oh, this is the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's Heidi Klum and uh, John. This and... And friends and, and, and someone Drake and Elizabeth Wu. and Drake and Tristan. Oh, we rolled double snake eyes, so it's it's Tristan and Gaga. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So speaking of, I have a scary story for this week. No, I pulled Vito. it. Stra- I pulled it straight from the headlines. Vito. There was recently a news report where women, like one hundred between one and two hundred women, who got pregnant because their birth control was given to them upside down. If you're not familiar with the classic four-week pills, the Uh 28-day pills that you take, you have three weeks of one color, and then Uh the last week, the quote-unquote the period week or the placebo week, Uh it's a different color. Yeah. And that's the last week of your tablets. Uh Well, they were giving out these birth control pills, and the packet was upside down. Oh my god! I got I'm, I'm in cold sweats right now. I'm so, so these scared. women got pregnant because they're too fucking stupid to tell the difference between two colors. Like well, you've been taking birth control and you don't know that that one week that's a different. I, I color. bet a lot of women that take birth control don't understand how it works. I bet a lot of women don't understand. I how know it that works. that one week is when I have my period or whatever. Well, let's like, what if this is? Uh, what if you're a 17 or 18 year old girl? This is the first time you've ever got birth control. That makes sense, but hundreds of women. I mean, we live in a nation of like 350 million. Uh, like, there's going to be a bunch of women that are on birth. Yeah, no, I feel like no, this is. But terrible. it wasn't. That, I mean, that's the the worst part about it. It wasn't like a nationwide, or worldwide incident. It was this isolated thing where they sent out all this birth control, and then like 120 women got pregnant. Yeah, that's pretty. That's that's really going to fuck up their effective. I don't know. Efficacy rates. That's my horror story of the week. Ah, uh, whoo, whoo, whoo. Oof, I need to need to wait till we get the feedback for my heart rate to go down. Uh, are we ready for feedback? I'm so ready. You can send feedback to ahs at baldmove.com and also on our forums at forums.baldmove.com. And also apologies. Something has been fucking up our feeds where this isn't going out in some of the feeds, like the ad-free feed and the uh, like master the, feed. The I master feed. I, I, I've I got to talk with Jim to figure this out. But I always like to take a stab at it myself because I'm always fix, practicing. Man. I'm always practicing like what happens when Jim dies. Like I can't let him just be the feed and the WordPress master oh, because then I knew that my Jim impersonation would finally <laughs> come in handy. No, like um, the day I Jim just, dies, I don't think that that's a plausible. The day, the day and... Jim dies, I have to launch into the you know post Jim bald move world, and I have to be able to master feeds and stuff. So I can't just come crying to him for every WordPress problem and feed thing. I gotta at least try to solve it myself first before I get the big gun involved. Yeah. So there you go. I apologize if that's affected so you. So you're saying that you are unable to complete this task? And no, I'm we saying now need that, to call in the big guns. No, I, I if I don't get it if I don't get it fixed today, I will call in the big gun. Okay, thank you. It's only fair. Uh, let's first email Kylene J. Y'all probably know about this, but I sent it in anyway. We didn't. I love. Uh, she says there's a pod. There's a um, article from Sword and Scale, the website SwordandScale.com Is that a about Game of Thrones website. It isn't. I'm actually not sure what their whole Ballywick is, but this is about the um, the Cecil Hotel. It's a it's something just was published this week. 
it's a big in-depth article about the hotel that inspired the whole American Horror Story se- season. So it's not just The Shining. No, there's actually, I guess, a real The Cecil Motel, or hotel, rather, um, in Los Angeles, where a bunch of killers used to live in. There's, and there's a lot of murders and suicides taking place. It's probably a, a, a ghost hotel that you can tour right now or stay in. That's but it's really interesting. And she also said, recommended, this is like a community recommendation uh, there's a great book by John A. Cameron called It's Me About the Zodiac Killer. And you can also, if you don't want to read the book, you can listen to it on the True Murder Podcast. You look up the True Murder Podcast. And Ooh, they do True Murder seg- Podcast. I know. That's that gonna... sounds like everything I've always wanted out of a podcast. As soon as I get done with this Har- Harmontown yeah, blog. Yeah, you're marathon at Harmontown right now. But yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, I appreciate... Also, uh, reverse uh, recommendation. Everyone listen to Harmontown. <laughs> we have had a torrid one-week love affair with Dan Harmon between uh, Rick and Morty, discovering Rick and Morty, and the Harmontown documentary, and then you're like, what, on episode 14 of Harmontown now? That's correct. It's pretty. It's a pretty torrid love affair. But thanks, thanks uh, from me, uh, from the community, on, on behalf of the community from me. Thanks for that, Kyleen. Let's move yes, on to Nathan P. Anyone else felt the Dandy Edgington relationship came completely out of left field and seemed shoehorned into the plot? Speaking of Edgington, I'm also, finally yeah, that's wa- what I was going to say. I'm Nathan, fi- he's watching the fifth season. Now. I'm watching the fifth. This is the only season of True Blood I haven't seen yet. I'm so excited. We started it's last one night of my watching faves. it. Edgington, Russell Edgington, heavy on this one. Everyone loses their minds. What it's I'm excited is it seems like that Bill and Eric are bros. This they're, season. So, they're so bros. They're so bros. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You'll see. You'll all see. right. We'll get back to you. Uh, all they'd need is a bit of setup that these two actually even looked at one another and made some suggestive glances at the least, but this was completely random. Yeah, we talked about this. I totally agree. I feel like there was ample time in the last few weeks for them to have some stolen glances and some secret You know how, like and... in sitcom type shows, sometimes they'll... They'll mix up the order of, sh- of episodes mm-hmm. um, according to what's topical or what's uh, the holiday rotation, things like that. Sometimes they mix around episodes. And I got the impression that this kind of happened. Hmm. Like maybe they, I don't know, maybe they had to cut for time in some of the previous episodes, some, some setup. Maybe. He continues, I know everyone hates Alex, but at least I don't feel like the show wants us to sympathize with her at all, unlike Evan Peters last season. I can't wait for this train wreck to end with Holden dying in her arms. Mwahaha. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, Evan Peters was intolerable last season, and also he was one of the main protagonists. Alex feels kind of like a villain. So I'm... She has been. Maybe we're supposed to be hating her. She's like one of those villains that you kind of sympathize with, like a ghost that's tra- spirit trapped forever, like uh, Twisty the Clown. There you go. Um, but or has smacks of that movie Mama. Did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah. Mama's creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hef says, "Looks like Ramona was the previous caretaker that the Countess mentioned." You buying that? I mean, no. the only evidence is she knows about Room 33, but it seems like a lot of people knew about Room 33. Yeah, I don't know. Ramona, look at that woman. She's so full of sass that she's not going to take 10 yeah, children's Yeah, I feel like bullshit. the caretaker was a certain, like, there's, she's got lovers and a she's governess. got governesses, and I don't know that the two cross over. Because, yeah, Ramona don't take care of children. Yeah. Fuck that shit. 
uh, also has, have we ever seen, she wants to know if we've ever seen John's supposed police scanner. Uh, no. And we he said, I thought that. he jumped pretty quickly that answer when the other detective asked why he was there. Uh, he also says, I wonder who they have in custody. A new character? We've seen everybody this episode, I believe. I wonder who it's going to be, too. It could be. I can't think of anyone. I'm trying oh, to think oh, oh, of oh, what actors. About... No, 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 no. What about that person that got that got drill raped by the addiction monster and sewn up into? Oh, he died. Yeah, he's super dead. Damn. Um, what if no, it's one I'm of trying the to kids? think of like actors that they've used in previous seasons that they'd bring back now. What if they found someone in a black hood? What if they found like the Zodiac killer? No. For the Ten Commandments murders? I'm just it's obviously not true. Mm. It's obviously not the right killer. Whoever they have in custody in the middle of the season is not the right killer. I can comfortably state that. But I wonder yeah. with all the kids fingering this guy in a black mask. We didn't see Sally in this episode. What if they have Sally in custody? <sighs> what if she can't Well leave? then we'd know that she can leave the hotel. Exactly. So that would be interesting exactly. to me. Uh Haley Cat said, I'm an anesthesiologist and I have to call bullshit. Uh I'm sorry, I didn't pronounce it correctly. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, That's my first time doing that. <laughs> for uh, on John's wife for putting him out for a couple hours with two megs of Versed. This drug is routinely used for pre-op and anxiolosis. Uh, means it's the learned word for reducing anxiety at this dose. Could you hook me up with a two milligram dose of Versed? I would really appreciate it, Haley Cat. Yeah, just send that in to. Yeah, yep. P.O. Box six three five, Batavia. Ohio, Ohio 45103. Yeah, schedule one, schedule two drugs, whatever you want. Um, as I tell my parents, it's like guzzling a double martini. You probably wouldn't. Oh, I'm sorry. As she tells her patients, it'd be hilarious if she's like, I, mean, I, before I, I didn't come touch over, anything. Yeah, I was before, like, it's normal for me to guzzle double martinis with my parents. At, before we go over to Thanksgiving, we insist on it. Um, as I tell my patients, like guzzling a double martini, you probably won't remember what happens over the next hour, but you will be awake when it happens. And in someone who regularly drinks, the dose requirement for Versed goes up. Depending on how much and how frequently John has been drinking recently, that two milligram dose may not hit him any more strongly than a beer. Seriously, I know she's a pediatrician and may be used to dosing kids, but I doubt, don't these writers have even an acquaintance with medical knowledge? My problem, Haley, is that I think, it's Haley, right? It's Haley. Haley Cat. Haley, Haley, Haley Cat, sorry. Is that he was woken up from a dead slumber and then he passed out. After seeing that. So I feel like he was already ripe for the plucking to stay asleep. So if he was passed out and she. No, my theory is breaking down as I speak, because why would she have this drug just on her person ready to inject someone with? That's you know, insane. Um, so also, I think it might be Hallie Cat. Now that I think about it, because that would be a funny. funny the funny. Howling Cats. Hallie Cat. Say. Like an alley cat with an H. Uh, Fracken T says, I think maybe we defin definitively learned this week that Liz is actually alive. Ghosts don't get gender reassignment surgery. Strong point. Strong point. Son of a bitch, Fracken. You ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> I had so many strong theories about Liz. There's no way that's a 70-year-old woman. Come maybe on. she's just really well-preserved. I mean, Russell Edgington will look good until the day he doesn't die because he's never going to die. But I don't know. How old do you think Dennis O'Hare is, if you just had to guess? Like right now? Yes. 55. He's 53. All right. And he's furious that you thought he's three years older I'm than so him. I'm sorry if you're listening. But no, I, I yeah, I, I think he plays like a 50-ish 
I want to say well, woman, man, it's all confusing, but, but Liz you know, Fair looks like a, Liz Fair, Liz Taylor, <laughs> oh, Liz Failer looks like a 55 year old woman. Okay, well, here's the thing that you don't understand body. about the 70s because okay. you were just being born then, and <laughs> I've been alive for centuries, is that. Liz was, or Nick Pryor, uh-huh. as she used to be. Get it, Pryor? What? Prior to his transformation? Ooh. ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I saw what they did there. Um, she was only 28 years old. Oh. And in the 70s, just, you look old. Really aged you. Yeah. I mean, okay. every um, from the time you were born, you were wearing like slacks up to your sure. breastbone. Yeah. And the, I mean, that's just how they looked. So 55 now. Yeah. Okay. That's how old she is. Amy J says, I can't get over the lack, terrible lack of continuity care with Liz's aging process. Speaking of the devil, the character must have been 40 or 55, 45 at least in 1984 scenes. So in current day, the Liz Taylor we know and love should look at least 70 when Russell Edgington certainly does not. I was happy to see Liz get some true love, but honestly, I didn't buy. True blood, you say? <laughs> true blood. But honestly, I don't, didn't buy that she would have fallen for Tristan. I think I could have, uh, with some more buildup. On the romance, rather than playing in his contained fifty-minute episode, I think we've addressed the science right of now. that, and definitely fifty-five currently. Uh, she continues. I got really excited about the episode when I saw the murder house at the beginning, but I actually found it to be one of the most unintelligible so far. With the majority of the narrative focused on the rules of leaving the hotel and finding a purpose that I don't ever really feel got explained. You have to find a purpose, whatever that means, and then you can leave the hotel, but you can't really leave. Who knows? Who knows indeed? I think that's uh, a great way to end the podcast. I don't think we actually mentioned that, but the the difference between not having a purpose is wandering the hallways and be finding bored. a purpose, you are trapped to a single room. So I'd rather oh. be I'd rather be wait, aimless wait, 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 and wandering wait, wait. the hotels. Defend that. Why do you think that's true? Because he says okay, it's, like, so, it's the difference between being bored and not being bored. Well, he said you have to find a purpose, and then it does this flash that we also didn't mention of this uh darren chris is the actor's name whatever the hipster pounding on the door saying where do i go to find some goddamn kale or some bullshit that's that's the difference oh, yeah, and there was it was shown in a lot of teaser trailers the banging on the door uh, the point of view of the keyhole or i mean the eye hole what do you call that when it's red when it's when it's blood red no is there a word for that the keyhole the keyhole oh no, yeah keyhole's a key the people people there you go so and there was a lot of that, and uh, who else? Claudia was wandering the hallways, but you find that Kara, who died within a room and found her purpose to murder people drinking water, um, who else has a room? The uh, other people have a room. Like room 64, the one that John's staying in, that's the one the addiction demon and JPM visit frequently. Um, I think that once you find your purpose, you're assigned to a particular room to murder in. Huh. Maybe that's how they send people like, oh, this is, uh, this is a douchebag that's all in the Fast and Furious and nailing chicks. Let's send him to Heidi Klum and her sister. Yeah. If you didn't. I don't know if if, that by theory. No, no. If you didn't notice, the two Swedish girls killed that man in the same room that they were killed in. Were they? Yes. Yeah. Huh. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know that to be. A we should have addressed this a lot sooner in the podcast, but in my mind, it made sense. Okay, well, but I'm just saying that I don't if, know. That I I've... mean, if someone has 
evidence to the contrary, then please let me know. But that was just what I thought it was. Okay. Yeah, you're, I, you're, I, 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 it's, it's Donovan plausible. said that you don't get to leave once you find a purpose, that you just have a purpose. It's plausible, but I'm not going to call it confirmed until I see some more evidence. Fine. So write a blog post with a bunch of pictures. I will. I'm going to talk shit about you, too. Good. And then that's uh, that's it for us. You can send us feedback at ahs at baldmove.com and on forums.baldmove.com. Anything for the people before we take off? Enjoy uh, your Friday 13th. Yeah. Good day, from, mates. Good day, mates. Stay away from <laughs> oh, the black I did it. cats. That and, worked. Sure. And <laughs> stay away from the Australians, the black cats, Canadians. I'm going to go have some Vegemite and spiders for breakfast. Fosters. <laughs> <laughs> it's Australian for spiders. Uh, we're out of here. Uh, AHS at baldmove.com. Forums at baldmove.com. We'll see you next week for another American Horror Story. Until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jim. Bye-bye. <laughs>